John Joseph. John Joseph is a pastor, teacher, and an evangelist of God's world. He's a father of Ragwest Chapel, a thriving church in the heart of Lagos, Nigeria. Be blessed as you listen to this message. To meet Paul in the book of Acts, he said, Jesus told Adam, I have shown him the things he must suffer. The question Today, you will ask yourself, Acts chapter 9 verse 16, Acts chapter 9 verse 16, look at it. For I will show him how great things he must suffer for my name's sake. Acts chapter 9 verse 16. Ananias went his way and entered into the house and putting his hands on himself, brother Saul, the Lord, even Jesus, I appeared unto thee in the way as thou comest, has sent me that thou mightest receive thy sight and be filled with the Holy Ghost. So the Lord was not missing words. This Ananias go and pray for Paul. So I said, I will show him the things he has to suffer for my sake. Simple. When you decide that you want to follow Jesus, you also notice that there must be some things you have to suffer for the sake of Jesus Christ. When I see most people, when you see most people who say they are are Christians, and you cannot see the blessing of Christianity in their life, check, they are not paying the price to follow Jesus. Why did I say so? Matthew chapter 6, you'll see there. I'll read from the Amplified Bible. Matthew chapter 6 is a, one of the popular scriptures we have as Christians. Matthew 6, 33. And I want to read from the Amplified Bible and the Living Translation of the Bible. Living Bible and Amplified Bible. They look at the way both of them put it. Amplified Bible says, But seek, but seek, then they put it back in, aim at and strive after. First of all, his kingdom and his righteousness. Now, what is his righteousness? His way of doing and being right. And then all these things, all these things taken together will be given you. Living Bible, look at what it says, the Living Bible, TLB. And he will give them to you if you give him first place in your life and live as he wants you to. There is a condition for the blessing of God. The blessing of God don't just come. He said, no, why? He said, if you do the things and live the way he wants you to live, then he will begin to add it. So now we have been told that all that we need to be blessed as Christians is just to have faith. And faith... Is, is defined as by some people that faith simply means to say, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe. To have faith is actually to be filled with the Holy Spirit because you cannot have faith without the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit produces faith, and when the Holy Spirit is inside you, it will drive you to one of the things it will do is to drive you to the things you have to suffer for Christ. 
when the Holy Spirit came upon Christ in Luke chapter 4, the Bible says in Luke chapter 4 verse 1, Jesus was driven by the Spirit into the wilderness. And he was there for 40 days. Do you think it is a small thing to be in a place away from your friend for 40 days? You, and you are not eating. It's so far from God. And that was what, by the time he finished, by the time he came and his fame spread abroad. And blessings began to follow him. The blessing you lack is because of the sacrifice you are not willing to pay for God. I will say that the blessing you lack is just a sacrifice away from God. It's just a cross away. Until you are ready to pay the price, you can't get some things. See, when I became the pastor of the church, I never knew that to be a pastor is also a call to suffer. But you see, everything began, I began to lose most things that were dear to me. Money began to leave me. And, and, and at the point, it's like, hey, hope I'm not going to look for the devil's trouble by becoming a pastor. I will never forget one of those experiences. Where the house I am living, river took over our road because they opened the dam. And so you have to use boats, boats at the point. And the boat closes 6 p.m. till the next day. And because they cannot walk in the night because there used to be snakes and crocodiles in that water. And they've caught a lot of them. Now, because of that, I, I began to say there will not be evening service in church. Or whatever. I was trying to, you know, tilt the service around this fact that I don't want to risk anything. But one day I told myself, I said, this season will come and go. Now, the church, and what am I teaching people? So, meanwhile, when we try to sleep in the church, the people where we were using those days, the man had, and I told them that they should be that we are trying to take over the church. I remember one day they said that you only rented this place for the church. You cannot be sleeping here. And they, one, one of the teachers of the place, they, we rented the all of the school. So the teacher, a teacher in the place, came and met my wife and I. Whilst us were in church, now we have our baby under the under the mosquito net because we were praying. We were praying. We were having fasting and prayer in the church. And our house is at Moesai. We cannot go there, so we have to stay. And this teacher then came one morning. One morning, it was an holiday period. I remember it was around August. Then the teacher came. They wanted to do. We were not disturbing the school, but in a bit to mock us. They came and said, Pastor. Pastor, this is come, 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 come. I hear that you, the security people told us you have been sleeping in this church. Now that you have decided to be sleeping in this church, you have to be sweeping the compound of the school. If you cannot sweep the compound of this school, you cannot sleep in this church. You cannot sleep in this hall. They didn't call it the church. You cannot be, we cannot, because this is a hall of our school that we have read for your church. This is not a room and a parlor, it's not a place for sleeping. Oh, the guy blasted us. Oh! And she took my wife around like a say you will sweep here, you will sweep here, you will sweep here. <laughs> hey. I will say thank you. Thank you. I had to wake up early. Not that I don't have a house, but 
the logistics and other things cannot make us to be going because of distance. So we have to wake up around 4 a.m., take our bath outside before everybody will come. So when you see today, you come around, you then see how far God has taken us. But I'm telling you the, the, behind the stories that you may never know. Nobody told me enough about that we are going to, you are going to suffer when you become a pastor. Then one of those days we said, oh, now that this guy is saying what he's saying, we have to close church Sunday and go home and not stay till Monday because we don't want the embarrassment of the guy. But that night, I still have to have all my fellowship and counsel people and go for visitation. And something kept telling me, if you don't leave now, you know you'll miss the camera. Okay? But there was one of our church members that was in, in need of pastoral counseling. So I said, how can I leave this member? And because of a camera and say that, you know, then I began to pray that something will happen that day miraculously that will keep the Keno guy or the boat Patrick guy there till, and, till I get there. So when we finished, we began to race to our house. By the time we got there, I realized that God did not answer that prayer. It's not every prayer you pray that God will answer. And it does not mean that he's not a faithful God. Jesus prayed that he will never go to the cross. Jesus, God did not answer that prayer. He himself at the point said, not my will. There are some things that you must pay if you say you will. No matter how much you fast and pray it, that season of your life may be part of God's will for a greater height you are going. You don't know. Huh. Are you with me? So we go there that night. We parked our car by the river. Myself, my wife, two children, and plenty cricket. Oh, car! Oh, you know, you hear all those crickets by the river and the bush. Then I said, Father, we thank you. <laughs> See us through as we are going to cross this water tonight. Deliver us from crocodiles and serpents. You see, somebody will send you a message. And I put my son on my neck. And I put my wife carried our daughter, carried our Bible, everything. And we began to sing. Sing one step at a time. One step at a time. And like Ezekiel chapter 2 or so. The, Ezekiel 47 or so. The, the river began to go up. Papa. Like play, like play. Papa. Like waist level. Like play, like play. Stomach level. Huh. Now to go back, you can't go back. To go only for me out of Lord. Now every, there was silence in heaven. When I did not see when the river got to our chest level, my son was very happy. Because for him, for the first time, he was able from my neck that I carried him. He was able to touch the water and was playing. And I looked up and I said, this guy, he doesn't know that we are alive by grace now. And I remember when we got to the, the major part of the torrent and my leg, I was the one taking the lead. He said, oh, now when I'm telling you, you my, the only thing that you know the end of the story because I'm the one telling you the story. And we, you are, you know, I'm telling you, you have to be doing like this. Before you take one step, 
Be sure, be sure. They were in one of those places. I took one by the time I took them. I said, hey, my wife helped me. As we crossed that night, looking back between you and I and God that we serve, if anything happened to us that night, there was not even a torchlight for me to look for the sun. If my son fell inside that water that night, we don't even have a torchlight to look for him. This bread and butter Christianity that says following Jesus will always be easy is what is depriving the power of God from flowing in the modern day church. That is why you see people gathered, no healing, no miracles, no salvation, because they are of best Christian fats, but bellied, will not even sacrifice sleep for God. Will not even go to the inconvenience of being tired to study the Bible. The only time they want to study the Bible is when their eyes is open. The only time they will want to pray is when they are not tired or when they don't go to work. So they pray on the day they are off. But when they go to work and come back and they are so tired to take a coffee or take a shower and walk in their compound and with their eyes half open and eyes closed and be there praying in tongues, praying in your understanding. Oh God, you are not ready to pay that price and you say you want God to use you. No. See, just be there as a born again Christian. Just be there as a born again. But you are not a Christian. I'm telling you. To be a Christian, you must pay the price. I will show you again. If you get, if you are going to the same heaven, Paul is going to. Some of us as believers. Then he tell, I want to read the scripture that tells that it, there, there must be either two heavens or if it is one heaven, then you know that of the truth, all of us cannot be in the same place in heaven. <laughs> you don't believe what I'm saying, it's true. Oh, because okay. Open your Bible to 1 Corinthians chapter 11. Let me explain what I'm trying to say to you. First Corinthians chapter 11. We will start from verse 21. First Corinthians chapter 11. Let's start from verse 21. Are you there? I will read from... Let's, let me, let's use King James so that we all can flow together. 1 Corinthians 11, verse 21. Is it 1 Corinthians? No, 2 Corinthians. Okay, 2 Corinthians 11, 21. I speak as concerning reproach. Reproach, which is shame. Say, so I speak concerning shame, as though we had been weak. How be it, wheresoever any is bold, I speak foolishly. I am bold also. Verse 22. Are you, are you with your Bible? Good. Are they Hebrews? So am I. Are they Israelites? So am I. Are they the seed of Abraham? So am I. Verse 3. Are they ministers of Christ? I speak as a fool. 
I am more. Now look at the way he's trying to roll out what what he paid to be the price he has paid following Christ. Now you are going to tell me whether this man is actually a Christian or not. Whether he's whether he if, if if this man was a pastor today or a believer today, huh? Mommy, if you what, what they will say about him. So let's look at what the man has gone through. Verse 23. He labors more abundant. Look at him. In stripes above measure. That means in beating. Say they are beating me more. Not because he's a thief, but because he's a, he's a follower of Christ, a minister of the gospel. Above in prisons, more frequent. So you know what? Every Sunday after service, you raise your pastor. The pastor is in prison. He's in Kirikiri. So they will release him. They will release him two weeks later. Then they will preach. Then they will arrest him. How many of you would like to follow a pastor that every time they are showing him on the TV that he's always going to prison? Pastor Daniel, hey, no, you are shaking your head. <laughs> Let's think about it. Huh? A pastor that every time the police are on, if they arrest him once, it's understandable. But by the time today they are, after service now, you see the police are outside there waiting for me. Then, before you know, okay, maybe first Sunday you may think, ah, what happened to pastor? So, and because he preached, he then two Sundays again, police came to church. Then, three Sundays again, Black Maria are there, and they uncovered the pastor. After service. Now, you know, after in the, in the streets, what do you think they will be calling the pastor? For, thank you, 419 pastor. See, now only I'm the preacher. See, this is what today's Christianity has turned to. That when we see somebody suffering for his faith, it's, that, it's like God is not with him. It's like God has forsaken him. I didn't write the Bible. It said, in prison very often. Paul was in prison more than 20 times. Very, said, for someone to say very, he said, ah, in prison, ah. That one, that one, we don't, ah, prison don't be anything for What did man not say before? One day, um, a certain brother in church was threatened by someone that was going to take him to report him to police because he owed money he had not paid or something like that. And the police invited him. When he, he had not even gone to the police station, the police just said, Come. He started waving. He said, I have never been to the station in my life. I have never passed through. I have never. They are just saying, Come. Not that you have even gone there. Come. <laughs> we hope you have been blessed by this message. For more information, please stop our website at www.rtc.ng. May God bless you.